Grand Risings, everybody, Grand Risings unto you. I hope that you guys have been having a beautiful and a great morning thus far. I know that I got up and had to get the kids ready. We're snowing out here in the Midwest, okay? So we had to wait on them school buses, okay? Uh, you know, God blessed everybody that had to uh, walk their children to school and have to drive them to school. You know, however we have to get our kids to school, we have to do what we have to do, okay? But yes, it is cold, cold, cold. So I hope that you guys are staying warm. My favorite thing to stay warm is I love stews. You guys know that. If you have been watching my YouTube channel, Shameless Plug Diamond Chronicles, I love stews. Okay, I eat them all year round, but I really love them in the winter, especially when it's cold. And I've made me and my family some nice bean stew, okay, with some turkey wings, all right? So, also teas. That's my big thing. We have some hot chocolate up in there. And if you're a coffee drinker, I gave up coffee, so I don't drink coffee, but... I used to love coffee and I love the smell of it. So however you're staying warm or you're a broth, bone broth drinker, you know, stay warm today. Make yourself something nice. Make your family, your, your boo thing, your children, uh, your, even your dog, your cat. Make them something nice to keep them warm and fortified in this cold weather, okay? So on this cold Friday day, let's get into we have been seeking, we have been embracing we have been dining with wisdom if you will the more we get to know wisdom and the more that we seek after god's wisdom the more acquainted and familiar in a positive way we are becoming okay and it's kind of showing us how to move okay not kind of it is showing us how to move in this world okay because this world is not based a lot of times off of god's wisdom it's based off of earthly wisdom which is basically through a lot of manipulation, okay? A lot of cloak and daggers. So in order for us, again, wisdom is meant to keep us safe, okay? It's meant to keep us safe, all right? And it shows us how to deal with different type of uh, situations, deal with ourselves, and deal with different type of personalities, right? Whether it's at work, it could be platonic friendships, romantic friendships, familial acquaintances, you know, colleagues or what have you, um, different people that you may, um, you know, just encounter without your life and how you encounter yourself with those different situations. Wisdom is a guide. Okay. It's a beautiful guiding light. So let's get into Proverbs chapter 10. I'm going to start reading the Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. See that treasures of wickedness profit nothing. But righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with the slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in the harvest is a son that causes shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Let's go ahead and um, we're going to circle that or underline to get your writing utensil. I just be grabbing anything, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I have, I have an orange pen here. One of my kids was using it. Hopefully, it works. See if it works. It works, okay? So, yes, I use a pen in my Bible. I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, oh, my God. But if you have a highlighter, use whatever makes you feel comfortable, okay? Or you can write it down or make a note on your um, electronics, whether that's iPad, uh, laptop, or your cell phone, okay? That is going to be Proverbs chapter 10, and that's verse number 6. It says, Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. We're going to go into that a little bit later. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. Okay, touch it every day, they got a rotten name. 
It says their name show right here. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Okay. The wise heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. He that walketh of rightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. Okay. We're also, I already have this circled actually. Okay. So he that walketh uprightly, it doesn't mean that you're perfect, right? But he that walketh uprightly, you can even put a little check mark next to that one because that's some good wisdom. The whole thing is good, but these verse six and verse nine is really hitting today. So, but it says, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known, right? So if you're trying to walk in God's way, you walk uprightly and it's a sure thing. When you pervert, when you twist, when you go off of the course of God's way, your ways are going to be known. Whether it's with whoever you're partying with, it's with, um, you know, ex-lovers or lovers that you're probably canoodling with or disgruntled employee a uh, uh, jealous family member that, you know, act like they like you, but they don't. When you pervert your ways, your ways are going to be find, found out. And violence covereth you, and your name will rot. That is some strong things here. So surely I don't want this to happen to myself, and I know that you guys don't either. So we need to heed the wisdom. Let's continue reading. He that winketh with the eye cause of sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. These are some sure things that are being said here. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. That, there we have it again. So this is how you can tell if someone is wicked. They do not speak life. Okay? They don't speak anything into you that will animate you, that will pull you closer to God. They speak violent things over you, whether it could be a text, a verbal abuse against your self-image, your, um, your body image, right? against your status in life, uh, against your relational status, against your financial status. Those are things that we kind of build our life around. When you see someone that is wicked and you can kind of start hearing how they speak, they're going to be saying things that's violent against those uh, areas. So let's look up violent really quick because that's the second time we saw it. So I have to take a break and we have to look at it, okay? They speak violence is what it says. Violence means ferocity, savagery. Like, I'm a savage. Like, you know, I like the song, guys, but I'm saying, hey, okay, it's a good song to, uh, to work out to, but I'm talking about as far as the savagery, the intensity. They speak strength. It says strength or emotion or an unpleasant or destructive force. Behavior involving physical force intended to hurt, damage, or kill something or someone. So you will notice a wicked person always speaking violent things. They never speak life to you. That's how you can tell the difference, okay? Even if they're sending with a smile on their face. If they're speaking things that are meant to hurt, damage, or try to kill things around and in you, that is not a person that has a will of life in their mouth, and I wouldn't listen to them, okay? Or if you are doing this, or you know what I mean? We can repent, Lord, I repent if I have said anything like that. I want my mouth to be a mouth of a well of life, okay? All right, let's continue in verse 12. Hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. This is so good today, guys. That's why I keep taking breaks. This is so, hatred stirreth up strife. Remember, we was talking about, uh, well, actually, wisdom was uh, letting us know, but we were discussing it as far as like how to stay away from strife and the envious. Right. Because that's a way to keep us safe. We're going to look up strife just to kind of, uh, you know, to rejog our memories here. 
So someone you can you watch what they do, their hatred, they stir up strife, right? Strife means angry or bitter disagreement over fundamental issues. Conflict, friction, discord. They sow discord. They're sowers of discord. Argument. The opposite of that is harmony, peace, and cooperation. So anyone that is not really working with you, right? As far as cooperating, whatever you're doing in your life, whatever your plot is, okay? Whatever you have going on. If they're not working with you, remember, their mouth is not a well of life. Their mouth is to speak violence over anything that has life in and around you. And they don't walk out of love. They don't cover sins or things that you may have done wrong. They walk out of hatred and they stir up strife. They want to stir up conflict and friction and discord and disagreement and quarreling. And dispute and variance. Those are works of the flesh. So a lot of these people will come to you and say, I'm speaking in the spirit. And they, they speaking out of hatred and they stirring up strife towards you. Remember, it says, do not reprove a person like that. Okay? Don't try to convince them that what they're doing is incorrect. Because this is their natural mode of being. You have to move around these type of people. Do not engage. I know that it's very, very uh, tempting. You know, we have a clack back type of season. If you, again, if you got to sit in your house, do little stuff or talk to your friend or, you know, talk to a family member or your therapist and, you know, invent those things, write it out. Some people write it out. Some people do a nice workout, a nice jog, get on the exercise bike, whatever you have to do. But as far as trying to engage their hatred, they want to stir up strife. They want to have a conflict with you because remember, they're filled with envy and jealousy. Okay, so it's just giving you a um, a night and day. It's giving you a comparison, if you will, of how you can watch. Is it a well of life or are you speaking violence against me? It's called verbal violence. So that's also you guys know I like to mix. the I like to marry the two of the spirituality with the psychology, the, how the mind works. Right. Because as a man think of so is he. So it's a way that people kind of think. That's how they're emoting. That's what it's telling you here. That's a spiritual principle, but it's born in the mind, the psyche. So verbal violence is what I'm speaking things that I, that's supposed to damage, hurt, and kill things in around you. And if I'm jealous or have envy towards you, I am going to especially walk out of hatred towards you. You don't love nobody that you're jealous and envious of. Like, I love you so much, I'm just so jealous and envious. No, it doesn't work like that. That's the person that's that's walking in hatred. And they will always stir up strife around you, which, you know, is another word for drama. And some people are addicted to drama. And wisdom right here is telling us these are not good people to kind of try to call ourselves um, interacting with, okay? So let's finish, uh, let's continue in verse 13. And the lips of him that hath Understanding wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Did you see that? Now we went for, in the lips. They have under, wisdom is found in their lips, but the person who is void of understanding, there's a rod on their back. That means that they're walking out of understanding, out of wisdom. There, you know, a rod is like basically a stick, and you would take a rod and you would kind of hit something. You're gonna get, they're gonna get hit on the back. They're gonna hurt. They're gonna hurt. Their way of walking and the way of they have, how they respond and how they act is a, a point to where they're gonna get hurt. And it's not by you. It's by a divine being. Okay. Let's continue. Verse fourteen. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. I, I didn't even know it was gonna say that. Didn't I just say that? A person that spews verbal violence towards you and uh, walk up in hatred and stirs up strife and things of that nature. Their mouth is foolish and they're near destruction. 
So you don't have to do anything to these type of people. Uh, they're going to do it to themselves. Okay. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life. The fruit of the wicked to sin. Let's look up what sin is. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life. See how we keep showing you that? Okay, let's look up sin again. Right? Because I know we're like, oh, forgive me of my sins. But let's just look it up what it means here so we can kind of get a good understanding. Sins. Okay, let's look it up. Okay? An immoral act. A, a transgression against divine law. Love your neighbors, you do yourself. They have envy towards you. They covered it. Now it's not covered. They covered it. They want what you got. It's a wrongdoing. It's something you're doing wrong. So if you see people that are tending, this is what they tend to. Like you tend to do this. It says that the wicked tend to sin. They tend to wrongdoing. And it also means crime, a misdeed, an offense. They want to offend you. And they do that because they walk in hatred and they stir up strife, disagreements, tension. And who want to be around anybody like that? I certainly don't. So if you don't, don't listen to what they confess to be, watch how they speak and watch what they do. Okay? And this is kind of letting us know. And also watch that within yourself. We don't want to be like this, right? It doesn't sound like a pleasant type of people or a person to kind of be around. Let me get some of this water, guys. And I actually need to get me some tea. Ah, so good. Okay. So let's continue. Five. The okay, we already read that. This is verse 17. He is in the way of the life that keepeth instruction. But he that refuses reproof, error. They're walking the spirit of error. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. Okay? Let's look up slander, because I've dealt with a lot of this in my day. Okay? All right. And basically, the basis of slander is, again, jealousy and envy, and they can have covetedness. They want something that you have, so they have to slander. Let's look up slander. It means the action or crime, because slander is a crime. It's against the law of making a false spoken statement damaging to a person's reputation. Let's look up what reputation means. So it's saying people who uh, operate out of this way are fools. You don't have to call them that again, remember, because it says that they'll uh, walk in hatred of you, okay? We don't want to be bothered with that, okay? They already have enough of that. We don't want to stir it up. All right, so reputation means the beliefs or opinions that are genuinely, generally held by someone. A widespread belief that someone or something has a particular habit or characteristic. I'm going to read that again. A reputation is a widespread belief that someone or something has a particular habit or or characteristic, your character. Now they say you defame my character. That's basically you're slandering my reputation. Um, esteem, your prestige, your fame, your celebrity, right? We're all celebrities in our own right. Your position, your status. So when people are coveting this, when, when they want what you have, when they're jealous, when they walk in envy, when they walk in hatred, okay, and their lips is near destruction, these type of people speak through slander. Remember I told you guys the other day, they speak through projection. Whatever they're saying you are is what they actually are. If they're saying that you just can't get no man, they can't keep one. If they're saying you unhappy with who you married, they didn't got secretly married to somebody. You can't take care of your kids. They got a whole bunch of kids with a lot of people. And I know it's hard to listen that way, but I was, I was meditating yesterday on deep 
listening. We like to speak a lot. And these type of people speak a whole lot. And they do a lot of foolish things and shenanigans. And they make a fool out of themselves. But that's like the norm, right? You know, I'm throwing shade. I'm being, you know, I'm being messy and stuff like that. But we're grown. So it's very childish. Okay. But if you, if you go on the opposite spectrum of that, deep listening. If you listen good enough, listen louder. And if you do some deep listening and you watch enough, you'll be able to see these type of characteristics. Somebody always coming to you to tell you about somebody else's business that they don't know personally and never will have a, a beautiful uh, privilege of knowing. That's a slanderous person. That's a slanderous person. All right. So again, it's the beliefs or opinions. So they want to change people's belief about you. That's a fool. You can't change everybody's beliefs about a person. They want to change people's opinion. They're genuinely, oh, well, that's a cool, like they might not know you. Oh, wow. She's known for, you know, kind of staying to herself. She kind of quiet or uh, she liked to read a lot or, you know, she loved to do workouts, whatever you're kind of known for. Right. They want to change the people's opinion about that. So a slanderous person, which the text says that they're a fool. OK, and it says their lips is near destruction and by their own behavior, they, they will rot and there'll be a rod on their back. So they're going to get a hurt. They name is going to rot when something rots. It used to be good, didn't it? It don't rot overnight, does it? That behavior that they're doing because their lips speak violence to you and their lips is near destruction, violence, destruction, slander, foolish. That's going to get them hurt. Okay, they back hurt, right? You need your back to you. That's your strength. You understand? That's gonna get hurt. And then their name is gonna rot. This is what the text says. When something rot, if I give you a piece of fruit and say, Here you go, I want to give you this apple. And you say, Okay, but you're not hungry right now. You set the apple down on your counter, you know, life get the life in. You know, you got bills and stuff like that. You go on to work, you know what I'm saying? You might go on a little date night and stuff. And you, you know, you forget you and then you get hungry one day. You say, Hmm, I want to go back and get that apple. You're going to get the apple, but the apple that was good is now rotten. It's not useful anymore, right? You can't eat it no more. It's something that you used to eat that will bring you sustenance, but now if you eat it, it bring you sickness. So sustenance to sickness, okay, uh, from a beautiful reputation to a rotten one, that doesn't happen overnight. That happens by them continuously doing these actions, and that's what makes them a fool because they're not following God's wisdom as far as to try to live peaceably with all men. Not be a busybody. Don't slander people. Don't speak verbal violence against people. Right? So if a person does that one time, people could just say, oh, maybe that's the truth, you know? But, they, but if they continuously keep doing these actions, they're actually writing their own name. Okay? That's what it's telling you. It's telling you they're, now they're slandering. Their slander makes them a fool. Okay? All right? Just, you know, so it calls it lying lips. Their lips is a lying lips. Their lips is not full of a well of life. It's full of violence and lies and slander. Okay. They always seek to try to change a person's belief or opinion about another person. Or they want to attain, it says also, a widespread belief that someone has a particular habit or characteristic. So let's say if somebody's slandering you and saying that you're a sex addict and you've been single for nine years and haven't dated nobody. See how they try to change like a characteristic they want to place that on you? Is that something that the Spirit of God would have you do? Some of these people are professed God, but is that just something the Spirit of God would have you do? Or if you say a particular habit, let's say somebody say you do drugs. You've never done drugs a day in your life. 
But see, when people, how people look at someone that does drugs or has a sex addiction, that changes, they're slandering your reputation. They're trying to take a particular habit and place it on you. Now, if it's something that is also, it's a, first of all, it's a lie. And then second of all, the Lord ain't going to have you lie on somebody. So if they say they're coming in the name of the Lord, who are they coming in the name of? See how you, so you have to kind of discernment. This showing us how to increase our discernment, okay? It's very, very good stuff. Let's continue to verse 19. In the multitude of words, they're one of not sin, but he that refrain of his lips is wise. See that? Keep your mouth closed. Touch your neighbor say, close your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch who you're talking to. Watch your mouth. Right? Because now notice, it says when you frame your lips, you know and it's wise. Because they speak verbal violence and they speak violence against you. They want and they walk in hatred. They want to stir up strife. And then they slander you on top of that. They want to fight. And it's a fight not out of anything you did to them. It's a fight out of covetousness. I want to look how you look. I want to do what you do. I want to want people to look at me the way they look at you. So I'm I'm the sex addict, but I'm gonna say you are. I'm the person who got a problem with substances, but I'm gonna say you got a problem with that. So or you do this and I actually do that. So these type of people, they are foolish. And so when you keep your mouth closed, right? Not saying that you can't vent, guys. I'm all for that, okay? And when you keep your mouth closed. You are known as wise. Never engage. Did I just tell you that? Disenge never engage. Never engage with the fool. Because if you see two fools arguing and, and you don't know which one is right, they both look like fool. Never engage with that. If they slander, their name would rot. If they speak verbal violence against you, see how it's, it's basically showing you their behavior. Wisdom is showing you the behavior you do to others it's always going to come back on you. The walk in hatred and stir up strife. Strife means discord. You're sowing discord. That's in the New Testament. Sowers, let's look that up. Sowers of discord. You're sowing discord. So if you're sowing discord, if I'm planting seeds of discord, okay, isn't that going to grow up? That's something that I planted. And I'm going to say, oh, where does this come from? You attacked me. No, that's something that you planted. Sowers of discord, okay? We're just trying to marry now where a lot of people say, well, that's the Old Testament. It's also, it's also in the New Testament. Okay? It's also in the New Testament. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bible says uh, someone who causes divisions, somebody who's slandering your name to change people's thought process or belief about you. is not somebody that's trying to bring unity into your life. They're not walking in cooperation with you. They're a op. They're working against you. They're a sower of discord amongst the brethren. This is an abomination to God. The sower of discord, okay, is among murderers, liars, and perjurers. That's where they from. Sowing discord is one of the most heinous sins in the Bible. They're so they sow discord. They sow, they sow strife around your reputation. Oh, you know, I don't fool with them. Why not? Well, you know, they be drinking all the time. And you ain't had nothing to drink in over a year. You're like, no, nah, I gave that up, right? Oh, I don't fool with them. Why not? You know, they like to sleep with everybody, man. And you ain't had no man in nine years. That's the sower of discord. That's not somebody that want to bring people closer to you. That's someone that want to push people away. They're trying to ostracize you. And they're ostracized because they don't want people to see the beauty that God put inside of you. Not You might be a beautiful or handsome person. They want to look like you. They'll get plastic surgery and do all sorts of maybe little spells and stuff to try to make themselves look like you or appear to be you. Because they're what? Covetous. See how that, all of that is walking outside of wisdom. 
So when they speak violence against you, a rod coming at back. Violence comes to them. If they slander your name, it says their name shall rot. This is what wisdom is telling you. So you have to do nothing. This is a, this is where I myself and then you have to train yourself in. You have to cast your cares upon God. I know it's hard. Okay, let's take five deep breaths. We're going to take a break, okay? Let's take five deep breaths, okay? Ready, set, go. You took those five deep breaths. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I am the pop-off queen. I'm from Detroit. And I have said some things that have hurt people's feelings for 10 years plus. True story. So nobody can speak, you know what I'm saying, and pop their neck and, and come back with a, a come, especially if you've been bullied. I've been bullied my whole life. So you start, either you're going to go two ways. You're going to cower or you start learning how to talk. I know how to cap or blaze the, with the best of them. But in this season, going forward, because I'm, I'm, I'm approaching my fabulous 40s, you know what I'm saying? When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. When I become a grown woman or a man, I put away childish things. This foolish behavior, these shenanigans, this is childish. To speak verbal violence against someone that's childish and foolish, Okay. To, to walk in strife and try to stir up strife is so discord. That's childish and foolish. To slander someone is childish and foolish. So we got to put those things away because when you engage, and I have in the past a lot, when you engage with these type of energies, they are they want to bring you down to their level. That's how, that's how they talk. They talk with verbal violence. Their mouth is not a will of life at all. It says life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? Well, their tongue, they use the power of their tongue to speak death and destruction. But it just showed you in the text the divineness they speak towards you comes back to them. You Did it say you have to do anything? No. That's why it says vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It is a really hard discipline. Okay? Especially, you know, just dealing with regular people. You have people doing it on the job and stuff. But when you're dealing with people that are really, really jealous of you, a lot of times have to do with like romantic things or, you know, in their mind. You know, people will make up something in their mind. Or you think you're cute. I'm going I'm to show you about yourself. This type of thing. I'm going to humble you. They really, they, they really think that God deemed them to humble you. And you are already humble because you're minding your business. Is it a humble thing to mind somebody else's business? Is it a humble thing to speak violence against someone? Is it a humble thing to try to walk in hatred and stir up strife to someone? Is it humble to slander another person? None of those behaviors are humble. But yet people who act like this and they cause them fools, these fools over here, okay, these fools over here think that the Lord will ordain a fool that walks in pride, that's slanderous, speak verbal violence, walk in hatred and stir up strife to humble you. And you minding your business trying to reframe your lips and remain quiet and wise. See how do you got we gotta we gotta pay as we're getting older now. Okay? So this is a discipline. You literally are gonna have to cast your cares. Because a lot of times you can be like, well I don't care. But if it's affecting things, that's why it's against the law. If it's affecting things in your life where these people or anybody that is going to slander your reputation, speaking violence and stuff against you, you know, verbal violence, basically they speak a spell work over you. They speak of witch word curses. It's not word blessings. So they can say, well, that witchcraft, that's what we're doing witchcraft. You're impressing your will that you want upon another person's life and it's born out of your covetous jealousy and hatred. That has nothing to do with that person, your low self-esteem or zero self-esteem. 
has nothing to do with that person. You're pressing words upon them. You're never going to do this. You don't this. You don't know the person. But out of your jealousy, you think you do. And you really think God is having you do that. You got to be careful, guys. You got to be careful. Okay? So it's a discipline. When these things are happening and it's affecting your life, it can affect you. I've had it affect my relationships. I have. You'd be surprised. Because they have power in their tongue, but their power is to speak depth. They don't want you to have anything because they're covetous and jealous and envious. And they will never admit it. But their behavior shows you that. And it shows you that they're foolish. So you're going to have to start developing. I, I believe in a prayer life. But you're gonna, even if you have to write it down, start saying, God, I give this over to you. I give these slanderers over to you. These people that walk in hatred and try to stir up strife around anything pertaining to me. Around my reputation, my name, because it says a good name is like good ointment. They're trying to ruin your name. Their name will rot. I don't have to say that, Lord, you said that. That's not you speaking word curses over people. You're agreeing with God's word. You're agreeing with God's wisdom. Because it's the nature of, of the planet. If I sow an orange seed, if I because I'm a gardener, guys. You know, I love I love plants. I love gardening. I love it. Love, love, love. Okay. And I still look at myself as an amateur gardener because I'm still learning so much. But okay. At this gardener, take a seed, that's an orange seed, put it in the ground. Even if you put it in your, your neighbor's ground, or like, oh, I think it is funny. When that orange seed grows up, right, it's going to show oranges. You can't plant disgusting, terrible things and think you're going to reap a good harvest. It doesn't work like that. So they're basically, the, the things that they're doing, they're doing it to themselves. It says, love your neighbors, you do yourself, Right? If they don't love themselves, they're going to hate you. Hate your neighbors, you do hate yourself. That's what their behavior is born out of. So when they sow discord, they sow it amongst themselves. That's why it's a discipline. Because you think, I'm going to get back. I'm going to say something. No, that puts you in further danger because they want you to do that. Remember, they want to bring you down to their level. They want to be able to prove they're the biggest and the baddest. They're going to tell you this to tell you about yourself. And I know something about you. And it's born out of jealousy because why would you want to know about somebody that you don't like? Or that you want to be. You want to know so much. So you can ruin their reputation so that you can be that person. That means you don't know who you are and you hate yourself. That means you don't trust God. He made you beautiful and wonderful as well. So is that the type of person you want to engage with? No. You're going to have to give them over to God. And don't stand around because you'll do that standing around and bitterness. You're going to get yours. You can say that because I say that when I get mad too, right? But let them live their life. If they got children... They're going to have grandchildren one day, whether they're allowed to see them or not. Okay? They're going to have somebody they, they love and want to be with one day. And those things that they have sown, their name is still good because it's a good apple. But it says their name shall rot. Shall. That's a process. Take a, it takes a time to rot. Okay? And that's something visible as well. So what they want to be visible and rotting on you, it's going to be on them. So basically... Wisdom is teaching us that that's why it's important for us to love our neighbors. We do ourselves. That's why. That's why it's important to reframe our lips. So we can be wise instead of foolish and slandering people. Now, what if you go back trying to slander? And there actually a lot of a lot of cases you wouldn't be slandered. You'd be telling the truth. But again, it looks foolish to go back and forth, back and forth. And then if they have people rallied up around them. They want to have this big hoopla of a fight, and then you'll have them have this controller like Jezebel Spirit, where they want to control your reputation. I want to control what people think about you. But there's 8 billion people in the planet. 
How is that supposed to work? Okay? They want to control what people believe about you. It basically means your name. They want to have control over your name. Why they don't want to have control over their own name? Over your honor. Reputation means honor, too. So they're dishonoring, right? Right? So they're vessels of dishonor. A slanderous person is not is a dishonorable person. So that dishonor is going to come upon you. A person that speaks verbal violence towards things and doesn't speak life, they mouth is not a well of life, stuff is going to start drying up around them. This is what wisdom is telling us. That's why it's important for us to do what? Watch our mouths, watch who you're talking to, and keep that mouth closed. All right? So let's continue reading. This is good because this is helping me, okay? Because I'll be like, you know, I, I cock my mouth back real quick. Got a whole arsenal on it, and the Lord say no. I said, okay. Because they want to fight. Some people will actually try to physically hurt you. So we ain't trying to get hurt out, especially if they're jealous of you and they don't look, you know, I'm just being honest. They aesthetically don't look as pleased. They will try to scratch your face. I didn't have women do that before when I was younger, fighting with hood rats. Long time ago. Yeah, they, I didn't have women pull razors out on me, pull a knife, and they I'm going to scratch your face up. You think you cute? And I know they always want to try to scratch your face up. I want to get my face scratched up. Of course, that didn't happen because I got those hands. But who want to do that? We older now, right? Why would I want to ruin your name? I don't care about your name. You're a non-factor to me. But I'm a real big factor to you. Because you're willing to make yourself be dishonorable and look like a fool to prove a point. So never, never do that. Never do it, okay? We have, listen, take a deep breath. It's a practice, guys. We got to practice, okay? We have to practice. Because you have some of them that will try to trigger and they'll try to call doxing. Or they'll try to get no people around you or get intel so they can know something about you. And they, they use it to what do what? To shame. I told you they speak through projection, shaming, and trying to humiliate. That's all they speak through. They speak through slander. That's all they speak through. If they, if they found out in the seventh grade you slapped a girl, they'd be like, you know how these women like to slap people? They hold it over you. Over your what? Your reputation and your name. They want their belief and their opinion about you to be everybody's belief and opinion. Is that, a, is that a humble person? Is that a prideful person? Is that a healed person? Are you healed doing that? That's not healed, right? Are you better or are you bitter doing that? So the question is, do you want to be better or do you want to be bitter? Do you want to be hurt or do you want to be healed? Because that's hurt behavior, to slander somebody's name. That's hurt. You're hurt. Who hurt you? You know, they like to ask you that, right? Okay. And it's important for us to ask ourselves these questions. Now, if you know that you're not doing these behaviors, I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of you. But if you see people, especially social media, makes people very, very brave. Where they would never and have never said anything to my face. They would never say it to you. They would never, ever, let alone if they was by themselves. They would never say those things. So it gives them this false sense of bravery. It gives them this false sense of power over your name and reputation. Because me and my friends believe that you're like this. Well, that's fine. Those are not my friends. Those are my people. That's your people. Why is you making me important to your people? You're a non-factor to mine. Nobody over here know your name, and they never will. Wisdom. I'm so grateful for wisdom today. I embrace her a little bit more, and I call her my kinsman. Okay? All right? So, let's continue speaking about this, okay? Because I'm about to give me some tea, honey. All right, let me give me some tea. And we're going to continue reading, but this is very important. And this is very good for us to know. I know, guys, okay? I know. It's like, I can say, nope, don't say nothing. 
Touch it up and say, don't, this don't say nothing. And I know a lot of times it'll make foolish people think that you're a coward or that you're afraid, a scary cat. And it has nothing to do with it at all. Okay? A lion doesn't care about the opinion of sheep. You know, sheep are followers by nature. So if they see one person acting like a fool, they're going to act like a fool. They see one person bullying, I'm going to bully too. I'm going to say something to tell. They see one person slander your name, they want to slander your name. So if you're a lion, you know, you can devour. It's like, okay, see you later, right? It's not arrogance, it's wisdom. They'll, they'll, they'll try to flip it on. You got to be careful too because they speak with reverse psychology, a lot of them. They operate out of that too. They're manipulative, okay? So they speak with reverse psychology. They'll try to say, well, you're being arrogant because you don't want to believe our lies we're telling you about you, even though we don't know you and I'm jealous of you. Does that make any sense? No, it does not, okay? I'm sorry, guys. I'm, look, I'm walking around looking for this tea, honey. Okay, I need this tea. Where's my teacup at? All right, so let's continue reading, guys, okay? Let's continue reading. This is very good, and I hope this is helping you. This is helping me, and I swear, this 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 walk and walking, walking towards wisdom is really, really helping me. It's really, really helping me. It's really, it's so on point, and it's so on time. It's kind of like I feel like wisdom is just like, come here, girl. Because remember, it says wisdom is my sister. I feel like wisdom is like my big sister right now. Like she, she really, really, you know, she's a good, a good sister. Let's pick up at verse 20 of Proverbs 10. The tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. Wow, this is just getting... <laughs> This is some strong things. I wouldn't even say any things like this. Wicked is some, I mean, um, wisdom is something else, okay? So it says again, the tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. Their hearts is worth, of little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. It is a sport to a fool to do, didn't, oh my goodness, it is a sport. Didn't I say they want you to engage with them? It is a sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding have wisdom. Like, no, I'm okay, I don't want to. It's a sport for them. It's something that feeds them, okay? The fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passes, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous is an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to teeth, and as spoke to the eyes, so was a sluggard to them that sent him. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked are shortened. Let's underline that. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. Every expectation that they have towards you will perish. Okay? The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. But destruction shall be the workers of iniquity. Okay? Now, worker of iniquity, that circle that we're going to come back to, that I want to finish reading the whole chapter because you guys know I can stop at each, you know, verse. Okay? The righteous shall never be moved, removed, but the wicked shall not inha inhabit the earth. They're not going to inhabit here. They're not going to live here. The mouth of the wicked, the mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the forward tongue shall be cut out. 
Now, if you cut somebody's tongue out, they can't talk no more. Or what they say is just noise. The lips of the righteous knoweth what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh frowardness. Now, remember, we looked up frowardness, and I'm so I have a <laughs> I have a hard time saying that word, guys. Froward, frowardness is, is not. I want to say forward, but you guys heard it in the last podcast. Okay, listen, don't judge me. Okay, let's look up frowardness Bible definition. Okay. Because it keeps it. This is what they just full of this frowardness. They have the froward face, froward look. Yeah, perverse or deceitful. False. Okay, it's false. Falseness. Stubborn. Headstrong. Willful. Unyielding. Inflexible. Unbending. So somebody can really have a thought process towards you that's a stubborn thought process. And they really think that they're correct. So that they think when they're slandering you, they really think they're telling the truth. Because they have a stubborn, it says stubbornness as a sin of witchcraft. So when they say you operate out of witchcraft, because you might like teas or herbs, or you, know, you know, I'm a gardener. They say that about me. And it's like, no, I love plants. I don't know where you get that from. Because they have this make-believe, you know, movie, Hollywood type of version of witchcraft. What they're actually doing is operating out of witchcraft because they're being stubborn about their thought process about you or about not, you know, seeing out of your business. That's frowardness. It's deceitful. It's false. It's, un, it's not yielding. Because if somebody would have yielded, be like, you know what? Well, maybe I was wrong. Let me move on. My, they don't know how to do that. That's a fraud person. Let's read chapter 32 again. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. But the mouth of the wicked speak of fraudness. It speak of deceitful false things. It speak of stuff to be stubborn. Is that acceptable to be stubborn towards somebody else? Or headstrong and willful? Remember, they want to take their will and put it on. But your life. They want their will on your life to come to pass, not God's will. Because I'm, you know, forget God, right? If God said that you're going to have a husband, have you a good little marriage, and you're going to live a private life and have a great time, I don't think so because you thought she was cute. And I want to look like because it covers this. I want what you have. So I'm going to be stubborn and unyielded and inflexible towards what God said. And it's going my mouth is going to say what I wanted to. That's word curses. We don't receive those. We don't receive those. Remember, it says they mouth is not a well of life. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to these people unless you're doing like some type of study or you're trying to learn something. They're trying to, you know, just trying to make sure like, am I, you know, really, you know, right? Lord, show me. And he'll have, he'll have them open their mouth up and speak stuff. He'll be like, okay. Okay. This is very important. Okay. Now I wanted to go back to the workers of iniquity. Let's look what that, let's look at what that means. Now again, does this mean we perfect? No, 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 no. Okay. We are looking at these things, if these things are in us, we don't want them in there, because it's just, it's not good for us, okay? Is it good for you to be arguing with people over the internet? Who wants to do that? Especially in 2024, it's the beginning of the year, and some people that started up already, they actually never stop. They ain't even enjoy their new year, okay? Now let's go into, especially if they take time out of their day to do little weird shade videos and stuff, I think that that's weird. To I mean, <laughs> and the problem is, because they have a headstrong uh, thought process about you, they have a stubborn thought process about you, they'll think that if you post something funny or a cute little picture, they they think that everything you do in your life is about them because everything uh, you do in your life, they, 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 uh, they pay attention to it. Right? So they'll think everything that you do in your life is pertaining to them because they think that you care about them as much as they care about what you do and it's not that way. You understand? They have a stubborn thought process. It's stubborn. A stiff neck. 
And I, I don't want to be stubborn and stiff neck. I know you guys don't want. Okay. So we're going to think about this. We're going to repent. Let's take five deep breaths and do some repentance and say, Lord, I repent. I don't want to be stubborn. I don't want to stir up strife. I don't want to be in nobody else's business. I don't want to slander nobody else. And let's repent. Okay. One, two, three. Now you repent it. Receive that repentance. Receive his forgiveness. Know that he forgives you. Just receive it. So thank you. Thank you, Lord. I don't want to do that no more. Hey, dear, try not to do that tomorrow. Don't, don't go around slandering nobody. Close your mouth. Keep your mouth closed. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Only time you open your mouth is if there's a will of life. You speak of life to that person. If you see that somebody probably don't have the amount of money you have, oh my God, they just so broke. No, maybe the Lord will get them some more money. Maybe they get a better job or something. Why, why, does, why is it so hard to speak like that and it's so easy to speak? Because we're leaving wisdom out. I want to speak with wisdom. I don't know about you. I want to speak with wisdom. So let's look at workers of iniquity. This is a very strong statement here. And I think I looked on the wrong thing, guys. Okay. Workers of iniquity. Let's look it up here. And this is coming from Christian Forums. Dot com okay let me see let's look it up down here sorry because I went on the wrong I went on the wrong thing okay here we go lawlessness iniquity means lawlessness so they're workers of anything that's unrighteous or lawlessness right lawless is, is it gets the law Law, okay? Anything against God's law. God said don't be covetous, they covetous. They and they like they, they like to revel in that. And since they make a sport of mischief, they make a sport out of it. Right? That's where I'm saying with social media, you can really see it where they'll make stupid little videos or stupid little uh messages and stuff like that. That's a sport to them. And they take everything you say and they speak with reverse psychology and they speak with manipulation, projection, and you can hear their jealousy come out of that. And hatred, remember. And they stir up strife around you, and in the midst of them talking like that. They have to spew out things to try to damage and slander your reputation. Inadvertently, it's very, it's very like messy, shay. It's very like that, and they'll do it because they're addicted to laughs and they're addicted to attention from people who don't know them, or people who probably do maybe know them because they are addicted to their reputation. They want their reputation to be seen as pristine. I'm great. I'm this. I'm that, and they want to be unyielding and stubborn towards you, okay, and not engage in mischief towards you. They said they make a sport out of it, okay? That's what it says here. But it says that their tongues shall be cut out. So let's go over the things that it says what's going to happen, you know, if we act like this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be going through and just skimming through, okay? Treasures of wickedness. Okay, their treasures is going to profit nothing. They like to say they're very materialistic. I got this. It profits nothing, okay? It doesn't say it's not a good thing to have those things. Now, I love fancy and opulence and luxury. I mean, who doesn't? But... It's the motive behind it, and it's if you're using the wisdom of God to attain it, okay? It's going to depend on your behavior when you get it, okay? All right, blessings are coming. Okay, violence covers their mouth. They have violence over their mouth. They treasures, profit nothing, okay? 
their their perverted ways will be known. It says that as well. Okay. Uh, uh, they a fool shall fall; they shall fall. Violence again. Violence cover if they mouth. Okay. All right, and a rod will be upon their back. Okay, they mouth is near the is near destruction. Okay, poverty. And these are things. It's not to say that we want bad things to happen to people. It's just really showing you that if you go outside of how God have things, He doesn't want us to do this. But if you do, there are consequences to your act. There's cause and effect. If you sow in discord, you're going to reap discord. That's the trick of the enemy is to get you to go in covetousness and jealousy and envy and have you doing all of this weird, whacked out stuff towards a person. And that's what you're sowing. You reap what you sow. You're going you're gonna to reap that. See how that goes? So I don't want to reap those type of things. Okay, what else it says here? Let's go, let's go all the way down. Okay, I keep saying that. Okay. Their 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 years shall be shortened. All of their expectations shall perish. Their tongues will be cut out. Yeah, that, so those are all things that they spew and do towards you. It happens, it happens to them. I don't want these things to happen to me. Okay. I don't want these things to happen to me. And I know you don't want them to happen to you. So I am just going to embrace wisdom more on this. And I am going to uh, close my mouth. Now, will I vent and say certain things? Yes, but it's just so good. It feels so peaceful just to close your mouth. It feels so good. And you cast your curse. That means when you cast something, let's look up cast. Okay. You have to cast your cares. Okay. Let's look up cast your cares meaning. Okay. Just cast your cares over there. All right. It means to give your worries, fears, anxiety. Give them to God. Cast, it means to throw, to hurl. So you're picking them up. Like, imagine you picking some of these big old people up. Some of them big, okay? They try to call you big, but they big, all right? So I'm sorry. See how they just came out, guys? That's not slander, guys. That's not slander. <laughs> okay, the Lord is going to help. So imagine you picking these people up, and they just they just being hatred, hateful and strife and slander your name, and you just throw them over there to the Lord. I mean, you could just throw them as hard as you want to. If they fall above their head or something like that, in your imagination, that's, that's on you. Every time they, they speak it, slanderers get your pick up that slander and throw it over to the Lord. Lord, you hear what they said over here. You know they ain't the truth, Lord. Because it can cause worry and anxiety because when they slander, they're trying to affect your reputation. And they can have some people get stirred up. Some people can try to hurt you off of what somebody else said. Oh, well, she want my man. And somebody could really be triggered by that because some woman took their man. So now they're going to help you defeat or, or hurt or harm her. And it's not the truth at all. You could, you could really get hurt out here in these streets. So that could cause anxiety and worries. So we cast those things over to the Lord. Cast they slander. Cast they hatred. Cast they strife. Cast they jealousy. Because I don't know about you. It's uncomfortable. I don't like people being jealous. We a lot of Mardo. Cast they envy. Cast they covetousness. Cast all of that. They evil act. All cast all of it over to the Lord. That means we're picking it up and we're throwing it onto the Lord. Now imagine how strong he is. He can take all of that. Because he cares about us. Okay. Cares, that means cares. Cast your cares can encompass distress, including physical, emotional, or financial problems. When we cast our cares upon, we are actively surrendering and trusting he will intervene on our behalf. So you don't want to intervene on your behalf, you know, by either cussing out or saying something out of term or whatever, what have you. You won't let God in. God, let that Jesus, Jesus is going to love him real good. Let the Lord handle Yeah. Oh, you slandering? Okay, I casted you over to the Lord. Okay. Now, when he intervened, he blessed. 
And a lot of times he intervened on your behalf. It's not for you to be sitting around looking for something bad to happen to somebody. He might intervene on your behalf by moving you away from those people. I don't know about you, but that's a hallelujah over here. Or move them away from you. They might end up moving out of the state. You get hallelujah. Get to get all away from up over here. Where their pages or something like that get shut down or whatever. You know, if you block them or whatever. Right? A lot of it is like cyberbullying and stuff like that, you know. It's a big thing. See what I mean? So when you cast, he intervenes. When you cast, he intervenes. You have to cast those over to the Lord. And we want to follow the way of wisdom. Okay? We want to follow the way of wisdom. We don't want to be in folly. Okay? We want to be diligent. We don't want to be lazy. Right? See, these are some of the themes from here. I don't want to have foolish speech. I want to have wise speech. I want to have a well of life in my mouth. I don't want to have destructive lips and slander and a ride on my back. I speak violence against you, not somebody hit my... No, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want to make a sport out of mischief. Isn't there much more things to do in life? Let's look at mischief. You know, I could have had a V8. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, there's so many other things to do. If you have uh, hobbies or you have people you love, for that matter, why would you take your time out of, from people that you love to make a sport out of mischief, playful mischief, misbehavior, or troublemaking, perversity? Do you see that? Harm. See that? Harm or trouble. That's what mischief means. They make a sport out of trying to hurt or cause trouble or mis misbehave, mocking. Playfulness that's intended to tease. It's called tendentious jokes. They'll make jokes at your expense. That's mischief. They make a sport out of that. So if you make a sport out of something, you train for it, right? You practice. Right? So they make a sport out of it. You know, to create trouble, to mock, to tease. This is this is what they make a sport out of. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be bothered with nobody like that. So anybody that's doing any tendentious jokes, that's being playful, that's intended to tease, to mock, or to create trouble, stir up strife with your hatred, you know, uh, slander anybody's name, any of my name, I cast you over to the Lord and let him intervene on my behalf. And then I receive his perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. Because their understanding is that when they do their troublesome mischief towards you, they want you to feel hurt because they're teasing you or you're mocking me. You're creating trouble, right? They want you They want you to go into anxiety and worries. Then you start de developing habits on substances and stuff. They want that to happen so then they can have something else to talk about. Because this is what they dwell at. They dwell in mischief. They dwell in speaking violence. They dwell in slander. Nobody would pay attention to them if they wasn't trying to kill your name. Nobody. Nobody checking for them. The men ain't checking for them. You know, if you got to put a woman down so you get a man to look at you, you might, you know, want to uh, check your attraction factor. And that's not just looks. We're not being vain. There's things on the inside that you have to be adorned. It said adorned with a graceful and a, quiet, a meek spirit. Right? Adorned on the inside with a meek spirit. That's not meek causing mischief, being mischievous. It's called naughtiness, badness, pervert. And some of these people will be 30s, 40s, 50s, okay, 60s, 70s. So we don't want to be like that, okay? So I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day, okay? I don't want to be causing no harm or no trouble to nobody, especially if the, the good Lord uh, lets you live to see another new year. They're, they're ungrateful, too. If you have a decent career or you have some things going on for you, you might have a nice spouse. Instead of being grateful for those things, these people make a sport out of mischief. They enjoy slander. And they like to speak violence against you. So 
these are type of behaviors we want to stay away from. And we want to let the Lord, we cast our cares upon the Lord and let him part of that. And we also want to reframe our mouth. Again, vent if you have to. But when it comes to public situations, on social media, at your workplace, at your university, at your high school, because some, some high schoolers may listen to this. Keep your mouth closed. Watch your mouth. Watch who you're talking to. And be quiet. I'm trying to tell you to really help you. All right, you guys have a wonderful day. All right, much appreciation and gratitude unto you. Peace.